Jamie Billingsey is the next guest on my TikTok track. Now, Jamie uh, is another TikToker. Yeah, I just really the TikTokers, don't I? Jamie talks about how um, TikTok was something that he never thought he would end up doing, but eventually decided to give it a go. And also with his girlfriend who creates fellow TikTok uh, content, they work together to um, release some incredible content. And what I love about James is his passion and his drive. He talks where he'd like this TikTok journey to go and where he wants to see himself and also what it's like balancing a full-time job as well as creating TikTok content. That's what we thought. Email the team at trackbackpodcast.yahoo.com. And we will definitely get in touch with you and give us a follow on Instagram as well at TrapBatPod. Here's Jamie. Welcome to the show, mate. How are you? Yes, I'm not too bad, thanks. How are you? I'm great. So, Jamie, um, for the viewers that don't know uh, much about you, some may know a lot about you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So, my name's Jamie. Uh, I'm 23 years old and I'm from Essex. You're from Essex. Love yes, it, I don't sound like I am from Essex and everyone says that, but I actually am. I'm, I'm a top bit well, Essex. I'm a bit well, I'm not from Essex. I'm from a bit southern <laughs> than that. But um, no, we're, we're southern brothers together, aren't we? Are you from Kent by any chance? How did you guess? <laughs> well, that's south. To, that's why it's uni. Well, Jamie, it, it's great to have you on the show. It's a pleasure to uh, uh, chat to you. Um, so this is the show where I interview TikTok stars about why they joined TikTok and um, what they love about TikTok. So first, Jamie, what do you love about TikTok? I just think it's great. Like, it's just so fun. Like, I don't know. All I think about is just making videos. I've always wanted to. Ever since a kid, like, I started making like, YouTube videos. When I was really young and always had a camera in my hand. So TikTok was just like a, a great opportunity to come along and just make the most random stuff you could physically think of and post it on the internet. <laughs> Would you describe yourself as a overconfident person back in the day when you were younger? Is that kind of one of the reasons um, why you wanted to transition into making TikTok? Because you would say that you are a confident person? I wouldn't say I was a confident person as such, but... Um, TikTok, like making videos and, and like going live and stuff has made me more confident in like talking to people and doing that sort of thing. So, yeah. Would you say it's grateful that people have the access to TikTok to help with their confidence? Do you think that TikTok? Yes, TikTok, TikTok definitely, yeah. definitely helps with confidence 100% because you've got to be confident enough to post a picture or a video. And then you've also got to be confident enough to like deal with Obviously, you get like a lot of hate and stuff, and you're always going to have people going against you in certain certain ways. So you've got to have the confidence to get over that. So yeah, but it does bring. I don't have much confidence when I first started, but since doing it, I've got loads more confidence, like meeting new people and, and stuff like that. So yeah. So what was your opinion when you first came across the app? What was the sort of impression that you got off it for the first time when you were scrolling through, seeing exactly what it was all about? What was your sort of reaction to what this brand new platform was giving out to people? So my first, I got introduced to TikTok in like, it was when I was at uni, I remember downloading it and scrolling through and I thought it was the most cringy thing I've ever seen. It was when a lot of the Americans were doing that kind of like fast paced, like transition stuff. I think it was when it was just coming out from musically into TikTok. I thought it was the worst thing I've ever seen. Like I did not think it was uh, a good platform. I was like, what is this? And then that was in, that must've been sort of about just over two years ago, like spring 2019. And then, Towards the back end of 2019, I started watching more and more and I started, it started to get more funny. It started to feel like more like Vine was, where I was like 
there's a lot of like different ar array of content not just just like cringy american stuff um and then i feel like since when the lockdown happened the pandemic hit like i had tiktok and installed it i never like i posted like, the odd video the most random thing ever did not expect anything of it and when the first lockdown came i saw all these people like um blowing up making all these videos i thought well, i could do what they're doing i could do this easily i know i can and then started from then uh when i started sort of may last year and who were the people that um you noticed that were blowing up that at that time you thought okay so i was, think i can uh, get to, i think i can get to the level that they're at Why in not? the first lockdown i remember it was rhett you might know fiddy rhett poppy mead and then like joseph church and people like that there's also another guy called like josh collie i used to watch i'm now friends with which is weird and i used to watch them and i thought oh they've, they had like not even like that many followers in, in terms of how big it is now like they would have like 50k to 100,000 followers and I think oh my god that's amazing like they've got so many followers like this is so cool I reckon I could do this so I was watching people like that and now I'm like friends with them all it's weird not so, friends with them in like person but on the app and stuff I mean that's great I mean that's just another benefit of the app but would you say before TikTok came on the scene before you introduced to TikTok were you an avid user of any other social media platforms so I had you know Snapchat I wasn't too hot on like, I had it I just kind of kept it close friends um, I had Instagram. I just used to post like my Instagram was just like I just posted pictures of like me on nights out with my mates, just just for like a memory thing. And I did not yeah, yeah. before TikTok. I did not sit there and think to myself, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna I want to I want to do TikTok and I want to do like social media full time." It was just like a side thing. I just used to post for memories to look at. But the reason I ask that is right now, obviously, you're a huge fan of TikTok. Would you say before that you know exploded before the app really took attention to a lot of people? It has added a completely new dimension to what social media is. Because people yeah, have been used to Instagram and Facebook and, and Snapchat for so long. It's great to have I something think, new, isn't it? I think TikTok has definitely made social media the biggest it has to date. Because for me personally, I think Love Island is the reason, tic, uh, not TikTok, in social media blew up in the first place. Because before Love Island, Instagram was just a place where you'd post a picture of like what you had for dinner or like what you were drinking. Like, no one ever did it as a job. Then Love Island come into things and people started to want to do more Instagram more. And I think TikTok then come along and upped it. And, and then everyone, like, I remember when it first, when TikTok was sort of around about a year and a half ago, if you had TikTok, you were weird and you were, you know, cringy and stuff. But if you don't have TikTok now, I feel like you're weird. Like, if you don't have TikTok, it's like weird. Like, why have you not got TikTok? It's great, sort of thing. So I feel like it has, TikTok has definitely made like so many people want to do social media so much more. Like, it's definitely, it's definitely the best thing that's ever happened to social media. That's great. So what do you say as well, you mentioned Love Island. That's that's um that's quite interesting. But what do you say as well? The reality TV shows that have been around quite a while, like Made in Chelsea and Geordie Shore, that they've played a big part of it, um, as well. I I, I don't know because like I know Tally and Geordie Shore have been around, and I know they were sort of big on Instagram. But I don't think people watched Geordie Shore and Tally and thought, I want to do what they're doing. I want because then people going on Tower and Geordie Shore, they don't get famous on Instagram afterwards, whereas Love Island was a sort of thing where everyone, every, I'll happily openly say it now, everyone on Love Island now is there because they know their social media is going to blow up. They know they're going to make loads of money when they come out. They're not there to find love. You can tell. Like, I'm, I've, I've met a few, I'm not going to say their names, but I've met a few people from Love Island. They've said the same thing. They just go in for fame because they know they're going to come out on social media. But, but programs like Tower, Made in Chelsea and Geordie Shore, people don't go into that, I don't think, to get famous because people don't get famous from that. It's, that's, that's really interesting. So what could be an easier way of trying to blow up your social media without putting yourself on on shows like Love Island and, and, and just doing it you just know, for the fame? Making, what, what, is there an easier way to go about that? The things on social media, like 
um to blow up you need to kind of just keep making videos and like i know a lot of people make loads of videos and they just keep giving up like me i I remember when i first started i did six a day and i never failed a day i, I would i would literally stress out some days where i wasn't home in time to make a video i used to post six a day every single day because i knew i wanted to grow so a lot of people like i know and i speak to loads of people who are like how have you got so many followers like how do you do it it's like just keep posting like don't stop posting like you could post 100 videos and get barely any views that 101 video that you might not do on that friday night will, could be the one that blows you up so you need to just keep going keep doing it if you want because that's the thing i i when i first started i was like i want to actually get a following on this like i want to do it i've seen these people do it on i can do it and then because i wanted it i got there because i kept posting got there and it blew up and then from there it's like wow it's not my job <laughs> so would you say that posting six a day videos was beneficial in the end that it paid off back then yes I wouldn't I wouldn't spam six now I, I don't know if people still do I feel like if you post six now it's too much but back when I first hopped on it that was like that's what TikTok asked for because TikTok changed their algorithm I don't know if people know this but every sort of 45 days they change their algorithm whether they'll ask for more videos less videos more hashtags less hashtags more seconds less seconds um which is why you'll see certain people have like a growth stage and it slows down so like um for example I'm trying to think who like um some people will blow up in like one month get all these followers all these views and then it'll start slowing down so like oh, i had my massive blow up in december and january and then it slowed down in february march and then it picked up back up again in like may but that's why you'll see like these content creators suddenly blow up to all these followers and then it'll slow down again because it's the algorithm so what you say so the longer you now, but... yeah the longer you've been on tiktok you kind of get an understanding of the rhythm of when to post what time to post so that's the kind of time where you feel that a lot of the sort of, you know, people that are on TikTok, the audience would be most active on the app and then they'll see your post and then that could gain so you the, followers in that sort of sense. With, with TikTok compared to like Instagram, I think Instagram algorithm has always been the same. They don't really change it much. Instagram's just Instagram. Whereas TikTok, they always ask for different algorithms. So there's not one person i don't think there's one person apart from like the huge people like people like noah beck or bryce hall they know whenever they post whatever they post is going to do well but for like smaller accounts like our ones who aren't like massive on the app you can't you can't crack tiktok it's basically luck but what you can do is what i've noticed when you get an active account like when when you get one video that blows up you'll notice all the videos around it before or after will also do it if you go live so like once you get your account active, you do, that's when you keep posting. That's when you work out the times to post. And then it might eventually slow down again, but then it'll pick back up. Would you so, say, yeah, would you say going <clears> live <throat> also is quite beneficial in the fact that you can gain more followers from going live so they get to know a little oh, bit more about live, you? Not seeing live you is, just in your videos. Have you tried that and has going, it worked out for you? Going live is, yeah, going live is definitely 100%. If any of you out there wanted to blow up on TikTok, as soon as you get a thousand followers, Every time you, ever, like, well, this is what they do now. Every time you post a video, as soon as you, as soon as it's gone up, you'll know it's gone up because your views will go up. As soon as you've got like one, two, ten views, go live straight away. That's what the algorithm asks for now. As soon as you go live, it pushes your video out, and then people who see that video on their for you page will see your live, join your live, and then go, oh, I might follow me. Seems quite cool because obviously they see your videos on the for you page, then they come to see you and speak to you like face to face, get get to know your like personality and stuff about you, then they'll follow you. So yeah, hundred percent. If you want to blow up on TikTok, you, I went live from. As soon as I hit 5k, I was going live. That's great. Every night. Um, are you impressed as well with the diversity on the UK TikTok scene? Um, with the amount of diversity on the app, the amount of diverse content that is brought to the table by some of the 
you know, not just the biggest TikTokers in the UK, but some of the growing TikTokers in the UK as well. Yeah, the, the, the diversity in the UK is great. Like I'm, I'm in the group where like people that you, you watch, I know, and all of us all have different kind of content, you know, from like, you know, Ryan Stennings I met, you probably know Ryan Stennings. I met him before he had his blow up. Like, you know, he did his slow-mo dances. He knows for that, like Richard Sales, I knew when he had 100K, he does his, you know, he duets like um, the people doing like the satisfying fill-up videos. You know, there's loads of diversity and we all have like a different like kind of niche. Like, no one has the same niche. Like there's people out there that do like first traps and stuff like that. Like, so the diversity is very big. And like, I feel like the UK compared to America, the Americans just like cringy dancing, like all their, all their stuff just, the UK is definitely so much better for TikTok. I think it's so much more I agree. like funny stuff. We have we have so much more great stuff on there than compared to like, other countries. When you were thinking about <laughs> your content, what is it that you wanted to show the audience with the content that you were releasing? What was your ideas behind your content? So when I first started, I was just trying everything. So I would hit like a dance that just did rubbish because I just couldn't dance. I was trying like duets um do it and people i was just doing like any sound i was just doing loads of stuff and then i i did like a one video my blog video i went from like five thousand followers to like 25k in a day and that was just a video literally about like i bet i can guess four things about you and it was like you're, this is on your fyp you're a girl you're from england or something else and like i just got loads of followers from that and then my biggest of what a lot of people know me for is i started doing like stories so like, i was doing like 60 second videos like about i don't know like a relationship or kids at school or something about their girlfriend cheating on or something like that. And that started in sort of November time. And that's what blew me up to like where I am now, I think, like all them stories. So I'd say like, that's like my niche. Like that's what people know me for, telling these stories compared to like other people's niches. So that's what mine is. Um, so I feel like when I did my first one, that's what blew me up. I gained like 100,000 followers for my first one. I was like, oh, if people actually like this stuff. I'll keep going. And I haven't done one for a while now, but I do a lot of content with... Uh, Annie, you've probably seen, and we get a lot of good stuff together. So we kind of, we kind of stick to just trends, but together we just do the trends together because we know we get a lot of views from it, and a lot of people like like watching us and stuff. Would you say as well as a TikTok, it's quite risky to change your content when you're at a certain stage of amount of followers? Do you think it's a bit yeah. risky to kind of change the style of your content because it could go either two ways: you can gain more followers or you could lose followers. So how would you go about if you're in that situation? Well, it is risky because if you've got like a set niche and you're blowing up on that niche. So for instance, um, who can I use a for example? Let's say Richard Sales, for instance, he's known now from, from hundred K to 3 million. Like he's absolutely smashed it. I'm, I'm so proud of him. He went from like hundred K to 3 million by doing these duet duets. He sat on videos. If he suddenly busted out like a, I don't know, like a complete random video, it was nothing to do with that. It wouldn't, TikTok wouldn't put, I don't think TikTok would push it out because that's his niche. Like people say you shouldn't change your niece and try new things until your account slows down if you're in a blow up stage. So like for me, I wouldn't, I, I mean, I do a lot of random stuff now. So I haven't really got a niche now, but when I was doing my stories, I wouldn't just go around and do a dance because I knew it would get no attraction, that, that, that it would kill off my niche because people would be like, what's this? We want to see a story. So yeah, I would say it's risky if you're, if you're in a growth stage, which you'll know about because you'll be getting loads of like traction, loads of followers, loads of people on your lives. I wouldn't change your content. I'll stick to it until it slows down and then change it. Now, as a TikToker, how do you deal with your fan base? Um, because a lot of TikTokers, they, they do have big fan bases and, and, and they have fans that try and message them and try and reach out. Do you think it's important as a TikToker to interact with your fans? Because some don't. And if you have a yes. message for them, what would it be on why you should interact with your um, followers? Why is it important? 
I'd say it's important, right? Because the, if you interact with them, you know, they're always going to come to you. They're still going to watch your content. They're going to help support you. And if, for instance, like me, like like a lot of the UK TikTok thing, it's their full-time job, right? So if you keep your fan base at a good level and you communicate with them and always talk to them, like, keep, keep going live, like make sure they, you know, like a lot of my fan base, like I, I see their names and I know them straight away. But like, oh, how was whatever, like if they have like a doctor's appointment or they're going through something, but I'll ask them how they are. You've got to keep that for support. Because if, for instance, you want to turn it into a business, let's say, and you think, oh, I want to, I want to start a clothing business. They're the people that, because you've supported them, they'll support you with your business. So it's very important. It depends, like, if you just want to do TikTok for the fun of it, like, just keep them there just for, like, because they can be, like, your friend sort of thing. Like, you go to speak to them like, if you're having a problem. But in, in business terms, you, they're, they're going to be the people that support you. So you need to support them. What stage would you say you are at right now, Jamie? Do you want to turn TikTok into something? Or um, do you just want to continue doing it for fun? What is your I'm, mindset? I'm at the stage now where, obviously, I'm, I'm turning 24 very soon, a couple of weeks. And it's like, I want to be able to move out, um, get my own place, buy myself a nice car. So like at this moment in time, TikTok, like TikTok's okay money if you know what you're doing. I semi know what I'm doing with it. I know there's so much opportunity to make money. So at the minute I'm trying to turn it into a business. So I'm not going to speak too much about it here, but I'm going to try and think of something like that I can sell to people that people want to like use. And then obviously like I know my fans will support me with that and yeah, so I want to. I do want to do it full time. I love like the freedom you have for it. Like a lot of people who don't do it are very frowned upon. Like, we'll be on like a night out somewhere. There'll be like a random guy um, or like a woman or something who will we'll talk about it. But like, oh, it's our jobs, and I'll be like, oh, right. So I like it happened to us once before. Some guy like got a bit annoyed, and he was like, "So you're telling me I'm slaving, you know, nine to five every day in the office, earning whatever, and you're doing a TikTok dance for fifteen seconds and all this money?" It's like, yeah, but this is life. Like you can't. I mean, it's, you can't say it's unfair because I've worked for that TikTok group. Like, you could do it. I was like, I said to him, I was like, mate, if you post TikTok videos six a day for a year, yeah. you'll probably blow up if you have to do it in full time. So, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people frown upon it, but it is, um, I, I don't know if I do want to do it 100% full time because it is very stressful. I mean, people, this is the thing, I think, where people get annoyed. They think it's so easy. Social media is not easy. When you've got, you know, 20 companies all asking for videos, photos, you've got to spend all day thinking of videos, getting the, orders making sure you post and make sure it's all right make sure you correct it like it's very stressful <laughs> going to like i've worked this is the thing i've worked in like a lot of 16 17 18 year olds who want that and making money on there like they've probably not worked a full-time office job before i have so i know what it's like and i know for i know personally i'm not going against anyone here personally for me walking into an office doing a nine to five is a lot easier than doing this social media stuff because i'm you go in you sit at your computer you, you reply to emails and do whatever and then you come home again and, social media is lots to think about yeah and Jamie, give us your opinion on what are good selling tips to sell your TikTok? What would you do? What would you use in your own arsenal to sell your own TikTok? What, to like a company? Yeah. What would be your sort of selling tips you would give to people? If you're in a position where your TikTok is very big and you've been there, you, you, you've got it out to other companies, what tips could you give to younger TikTokers who want to sell their TikTok, who want to make it um, something? I'll say just like keep posting, keep it lively, keep if you can go live, like keep you know keep it active, um, and make like if you're doing like a collab video or like for companies, make it like fun, make it funny, make it so you're not just sitting there going, in, you know, I know because I've seen some videos before, where literally people just talk about it nonstop, like. Here's a great drink. Go and try it. It tastes really good. It's really good for the gym. Like you want to make a funny sketch about it, you know, because it will keep 
try, try, try and bring co- I feel like bringing comedy into collab videos makes it so much more fun and try and keep it like some of the collab videos that I do I keep it to a trend like I'll use like a trending sound and do like a, a trend that people are using but use it with the, the um, product you're promoting or whatever so yeah try and bring comedy into it as much as you can and yeah don't keep it boring keep it making sure it's fun so what's next for you what is um over the horizon uh for you jamie um when it comes to your tiktok um at the minute i haven't i've got like a solid plan like obviously at the minute i'm doing a course and i want to set something up where i can sell to people but in terms of tiktok um at the minute i'm just i mean i'm banned at the minute for a week i keep getting banned but i'm just sticking to the trends me and me and annie if you, you everyone knows you're probably listening um we make a lot of good content together so maybe we're just posting fun content trying to grow our account we're trying to grow our accounts together because me and annie want to set up our own podcast um and set up our own like youtube channel and stuff together so at the minute we're just trying to get more traction and keep people here like coming towards us like enjoying our like time together and you know because we we do entertain people a lot like when we go live together some nights we get over a thousand people every time yeah so like we want to keep that kind of so yeah we're just just building up our accounts so that we can then push out and set up like a business out of it come and collab with your boy cal mac that's all i gotta say yes i will do mate i will do um and jamie um tell me who your favorite tiktoker is apart from yourself and why do you know what i don't it's it's difficult to say i don't really have a favorite i don't there's not there's not there is not one tiktoker that i make sure i check every single night and watch their stuff so i don't have an actual favorite oh interesting well, for the viewers that are uh, listening or want to listen back to this episode with Jamie, it will be available on Apple and Spotify. Give us a review. Tell us what you thought. It will be available tonight. And you can listen back with all the other um, interviews with the likes of Maggie Foster, the pool guy, Megan Bolton, um, and of course, Jamie himself. And Jamie, for the viewers that want to check you out, where can they find your um, TikTok and social media, my friend? Um, so I'm very blessed in the fact that there's no other Jamie Billingsley's on social media. So literally just Jamie Billingsley on TikTok. Uh, and Instagram on Instagram and my backups just don't underscore but you just search my name they'll all pop up so yeah, yeah. go check me out and uh, watch me live most nights <laughs> and guys send out a hashtag to TikTok hashtag unban Jamie right now because yes uh, please do because yeah. I keep getting banned for the most ridiculous thing yeah well that's social media for you but Jamie it's been a pleasure having you on the show mate uh, thank you so yes, much thank you very much thank you very much right. for having me and uh, speak to you soon see you later mate cheers bye bye